Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. sugarcoat or Sunday schoolize the Jesus of the Gospels, and if we know the stories or have been around church for a while, it's really easy to domesticate and sanitize the Lord. But if we put ourselves in the shoes of those who were there at the time, witnessing Jesus face to face, we have to see that his message is radical and that he is revolutionary. It's easy to judge the Pharisees for not getting it, but if we lived at that time, there's a very good chance that we would be with the Pharisees. Jesus' message, which is so common to us now, was so unusual and challenged the status quo so much, it's easy to see how so many people got upset. And yet Jesus was not being anything other than what God has always been and was not teaching anything other than what God always intended. In today's verses, we see the radical Jesus making clear that he's actually not being that radical. The Sermon on the Mount continues with Matthew chapter 5, verses 17 through 20, which says, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. For truly I tell you, until heaven and earth disappear, not the smallest letter, not the least stroke of a pen, will by any means disappear from the law until everything is accomplished. Therefore anyone who sets aside one of the least of these commands and teaches others accordingly will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever practices and teaches these commands will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you that unless your righteousness surpasses that of the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, you will certainly not enter the kingdom of heaven. The Law and the Prophets is a term that Jesus uses often in the Gospels, and it's his way of saying the Old Testament, which at the time, of course, was the only testament. He's referring to the Jewish scriptures, and Jesus holds a very high view of them, considering them authoritative and inspired of God, and he references them frequently in his teachings. And he makes very clear, I have not come to abolish the Law and the Prophets. I am not coming to wipe out the Old Testament. His teaching was going to sound very jarring to those who revered the word of God. But Jesus says, don't freak out. I'm not here to overthrow the scriptures. I am here to fulfill them completely. So don't be concerned that I'm trying to undermine or get rid of the Bible, he seems to be saying. Nothing will disappear from the law until everything is fulfilled. The book of Romans says that through Jesus' death, we are now dead to the law. Not that the law itself is gone, but the scriptures are fulfilled and completed in Jesus. And so we're released from the law and are empowered to live out an even better holiness, an even better obedience by God's grace and his spirit. And as he affirms his connection to the Holy Word, Jesus also issues a stern warning. Don't set aside the Word of God, even the least of the commandments, and don't you dare teach others to do the same. Jesus takes the scripture seriously. Interestingly, we also learn here that there are apparently levels of reward and esteem in heaven. Some will be greater, some will be least in heaven's eyes. Our role is to live our lives here on earth with an eternal mindset, seeking to live out the higher levels of heaven as we go about our lives. And we're also told here that to see heaven, we have to be more righteous than the Pharisees. Now, for anyone listening to that at the time, that must have been an overwhelming thought. On paper, the Pharisees were the most righteous people around. They knew God's word front to back. They lived it out religiously, excuse the expression. 
This must have been hard for the listeners to hear. You have to be more righteous than the most righteous people around. Except Jesus will make clear later the Pharisees weren't nearly as righteous as they looked. They tried to earn their way into heaven, but we actually seek a different righteousness. We seek one that is perfect, and it comes as a gift from God, a righteousness that is by his grace, by faith. In bowing to Jesus as Lord and following him, I get his righteousness, which is perfect. And his righteousness goes well beyond what the Pharisees were trying to earn. In his righteousness, I am welcomed into the kingdom of heaven. Praise the Lord. So today, just take some time for reflection and meditation on all of this. The Old Testament, obedience to the commandments, the righteousness of God. What comes to mind for you yourself as you think about all of these things? What does it mean for you today? Thank you.